Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Here on Taco the Town, 2018 will go down in history as the year of the taco. Just a reminder, if you have an event you'd like to promote and you like to talk about tacos, we'd love to talk with you and help get the word out about your event. The one stipulation, you must love talking tacos and eating tacos and talking about fantasy scenarios involving tacos, <laughs> like animated cartoon tacos with arms and legs and eyes that are wearing cowboy hats and maybe taco-shaped planes that drop boxes of fresh tacos on your back porch. You know, that and other similar fantasy situations involving tacos. So let us know if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until it's the right time to talk about it. <laughs> Today, we'll be reviewing another great Kansas City taco destination. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Kansas City Taco Company. It's newer to the Kansas City taco scene, opening its doors in the last couple of years. They used to be located in Westport. Now it is located in the River Market, one of my favorite areas of Kansas City. At 520 Walnut Street, across the street from the Blue Line Bar, it's a hop, skip, and a jump from the Kansas City Streetcar. Kansas City Taco Company offers tacos with unconventional fillings, plus a full bar and board games for the kids. It's an upbeat joint with a fun, loose, jam band festival type vibe, I guess. <laughs> they offer catering as well in their Kansas City Taco Company bus, and they invite everyone to come try their unique and not-so-traditional selection of tacos, burritos, and appetizers. Kansas City Taco Company offers Taco Tuesday specials, two beef, chicken, or bean and avocado tacos for $5, two for $7.50, or four for $10. You can mix and match their unique taco ingredients and make your own taco design. If you eat at the bar, they even give you a free beer koozie. So how about that? Pretty nice. Kansas City Taco Company calls itself an urban taqueria using the tortilla to deliver a variety of regional flavors and textures. With a name like Kansas City Taco Company, it's kind of a perfect place to review on this podcast. Let's meet this week's guests. We're joined this week by two performers from Kansas City's premier burlesque troupe, Burlesque Downtown Underground, who have a show this coming weekend titled Addicted to Love on Saturday night, February 10th. Show times are 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. at the MTH Theater at Crown Center. It is also their 10th anniversary Valentine's Day performance. Tickets are available at kcburlesque.com. Our first guest began ballet classes at age five and then trained in modern jazz and tap, which then led to freestyle dance. While freestyle dancing in Frankfurt, Germany, she then began performing in theater and musical theater during her teen years. She then resided in Virginia Beach and became the front woman and keyboard player for the pop rock band Pedestal for several years. Next, whilst living... <laughs> 
in San Francisco. <laughs> she began hoop dancing and go-go dancing professionally with Go-Go Pro and was in residency at Ruby Sky. Chanel calls Kansas City her home and enjoys performing dance and producing ecstatic dance events. She may be new to burlesque, but performing and working the stage are second nature to her. She is excited to now be a luscious lady of Burlesque Downtown Underground. Welcome to the show, Lady Severe. Thank you. Oh, I love that intro. <laughs> so, Hi, friends. so I guess you're a dancer or you've yes. had some dance background? Yes. Dance has been a passion of mine my whole life. It's my greatest love. It has always been in my soul. And it's been just this romantic journey with dance. It keeps kind of revealing itself to me in new ways and coming through my body. I love freestyle. It's my favorite ever. So, so yeah. kind of like tacos are to me, dance yes. is to you. <laughs> yes, that's why when you speak about your passion of tacos, I'm like, I feel you, my brother. It's, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's meet our second guest. Our second guest is the producing artistic director, group choreographer of Burlesque Downtown Underground, and a producer of the Kansas City Burlesque Festival. She's performed at festivals and taught workshops all over the United States and is a guest performer in New York City and St. Louis of Bust Out Burlesque in New Orleans at the Clock Tower in Denver, and in Deschutes Brewery's Beerlesque. She tours regionally as a featured performer with El Monstero, the Pink Floyd Experience. Her choreography has been performed in Edinburgh, Scotland, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and all over Kansas City. She's danced all her life and studied in New York City and Kansas City, respectively, and held a paid musical theater internship with the Theater Arts Center in New York City. She often works the local, regional, and national commercial circuit, including having a national McDonald's spot. She also instructs dance, figure skating, whoa, yoga, Pilates, bar, and burlesque. Welcome to the show, Madam McKay. Hello. <laughs> it's me. Thanks for being here. So you have a big yeah. show this weekend. Yeah, it's our 10th annual Valentine's Day performance. Because we've been doing this for 10 years. What? 10 years. Yeah. It's a little crazy. Never thought. Like the first time I got on stage and was like, I'm going to do some burlesque. This might be fun. Then I would be doing it 10 years later. Is that when you got started or did you start it before Burlesque Downtown Underground got no, started? No, no. That was like the beginning. I did a fringe show in 2007 and we just hit our 10-year anniversary in July of 2017. And so this is our 10th annual Valentine show. That's cool because Kansas City has a big burlesque history, like dates back to the city's beginning. There are a lot of old theaters in town and burlesque was really big in town. And that's cool that you're kind of keeping the tradition going. Yeah, it's crazy cool if you're a nerdy historical girl like myself. We perform at the Folly Theater, which is literally the birth of burlesque in the Midwest. There's a whole backstory to that. And then we also perform at Opera House KC, which is, again, a historic burlesque house in is Kansas that, City. Is that the original Opera House? Because yeah. the River Market is where is the original city. Right, yes. And so that so, is the old Opera House? There's a whole write-up and blurb about it, but the long story short was that it was a theatrical building and this woman owned it. And burlesque is being performed. It burned down a few times. And the whole clause with her owning it was like, there has to be something theatrical happening. So it's a historic burlesque house because burlesque has happened there. And you walk in, it's a very, I don't want to say dated stage. How would you describe that, Jenny? What, what do you think? It has it's a like, classic feel to it. Yeah, it's, it's super kind of a old small school. stage, right? It's very small, yeah. but it has a lot of character. Yeah, yeah. You can feel the history in it. Yeah, you can definitely feel the history and and what that building was. So that's really 
nice. And so we're just keeping it real. We're keeping Kansas City cool. So, <laughs> you know, we try. So the show this weekend is at MTH Theater at Crown Center, right? Yes. Yeah. One of our favorite places to be. Uh, your first time performing on that stage. Yep. Yep. So you'll love it as a dancer performer. It's there's like literally not a bad seat in the house. It's a three-quarter black box thrust. So for you non-theater nerds, it's stadium seating. You sit there and you can see everything. Professional lighting. It's pretty badass. You love it. Now, what can one expect when they come see one of your shows? I heard this show will have no pyrotechnics and no glitter. Is that correct? Correct. But that is not what makes burlesque. I'll throw this one to Jenny. Got anything special planned for this performance? I feel, I feel like all of the performers really bring their own unique style, their own flair. It's really, we are, we have the freedom to create what we want to create. So everybody brings something really unique to the table. I mean, from the song to the storytelling to the costume. And everyone is so creative. It's like each performance is a whole different show. <laughs> I'm just constantly inspired by the performers. And it's fun for me. I get to kind of combine everything that I love into one thing. So I think that everyone who comes will be thoroughly entertained and leave kind of inspired, you know? Will there be any taco-themed <laughs> dances? Not this show. Is I, that I, maybe I, something you <laughs> might do that in would the be future? hot, though. We actually have a friendly performer in Lawrence who is a big taco fanatic, and she has taco theme. So a couple of years ago, she did a taco number for us. Oh, nice. Yeah. She guest performed with Burlesque Downtown Underground. And then she also appeared in our festival and it's her taco goddess number. So that exists. Sounds right up Yeah. My right alley. up your alley. So we'll have to make sure you guys connect and you do a, a taco follow-up in Lawrence and she will like, I she will be your guide to the taco goddessness. That's of, great. I'd love yeah. to do that. I'd love to feature her on this show. Even <laughs> since this is an, a podcast, I'd like to have her do the dance. And maybe we just kind of, I let my listeners imagine what is going on as we hear the music. I really think you should probably live stream that. Like, What's like, sure. oh, like film it? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. This is yes. more of an audio format. So <laughs> I'm going to let my listeners use their imagination. True, maybe. true. Even well, better. And if, if she's going to do a show where she's going to talk a goddess, that would be prime <laughs> for all of your taco fanatic listeners. So how many shows a year do you guys usually put on? Oh, gosh. You're going to make me do some math. I would say between eight and ten. Is it like once every two months, isn't it? Or Well... We kind of gauge ourselves around that whole holiday feel. So the big holidays we do well on. And then we do some intermittent months. And then we have the burlesque festival, which is the big deal. When is that? First weekend in May. Okay. So this year it's May 3rd through 5th. We'll be at Opera House KC and at Folly. So it is legit. It's our first like historic burlesque house, burlesque festival feel. So if you know, these performers come from all over the world. I mean, I can't, Canada, Italy, England, wherever they come everywhere. And to perform on the Folly stage is a pretty big deal. And it's pretty magical as well. So you do a Halloween show, you do like a Christmas, a New Year's show mm -hmm. or a last show of the year. And then you do like a summer show. and Valentine's, uh, Valentine's which Day. this one coming up, but this is a big one. We're going to do a show in March at Opera House. We don't really have a theme yet. I mean, everyone's like, St. Patrick's Day, which would be a broader theme for us. It'd probably just be like Green Envy or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah, the Burlesque Festival, which is live jazz band, like, you know, full tilt boogie, 
all the great stuff. I mean, we do cosplay, we do fetish, we do classic, we do it all. For this next show coming up on Saturday, I've got like a big new pair of burlesque fans and just like a classic costume to that old 50s style jazz. And then I've got a whole like rock and roll solo because we we have the wide range. Is it a live band? For the next yeah. the next one. It's just us. It's recorded. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the festivals where you get like the live band, that whole classic feel. There's gonna be a Kansas Taco Festival coming up in what? August. So you might consider renting a booth there and maybe doing a performance from a booth or, or a little, like maybe bring a piece of plywood and maybe put it in the parking lot and maybe do a performance at the Kansas Taco Festival. I like that. I like that. Or what if we just have a booth where people bring us tacos? And, <laughs> and we- you, you could sign pictures of yourself, <laughs> you ought to give autographs and, and just, just eat tacos. Eat the tacos. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. That's yeah. a great idea. Perfect. They might want to see some performances w- with you holding tacos, Me like too. pose pose with a burlesque dancer and a taco. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 See? That's, that's a great. Hey, that. I, think we're, I think we're coming up with some good ideas here. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to burlesque, what is the biggest burlesque blunder you've ever had in a show? Just transitioning with taking layers off. Sometimes it's like you think something's going to go smooth and it's like, ah, it's kind of getting stuck and you have to kind of fake See, your way through it. Opposite of costume <laughs> malfunction. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever kicked your leg and your boot flew off into the audience and struck someone? No, no. but I've shot oh. pasties. I mean, like... They've shot off? Yes. And hit people in the crowd? They didn't hit anyone, but they've definitely, like... Oh, I have a blunder. Oh, yeah, Actually, you did. yes. Yeah, my last show, a... yes. One of my pasties did pop off, so I had I had nipple showing for most of it. I didn't even know to the end and then looked down and you was like, You were really oh. into it. And they applied... It was almost like it was part of the show, but I had no idea. <laughs> it's like, hey, surprise. Yeah, That's usually the biggest blunder. When you pop a pasty... Pasties, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know right. it's a booby. So the crowd just got a little something extra that day. They liked it, I think. I think it made it it extra special. Live theater. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't you have a performer with a a bra that like shot fire out or sparks? Yes. So Fifi Glitterbomb, she has this great number. It's from Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. So she did a whole Daenerys number and with the dragon eggs. And at the end, she had fire coming out of her boobs. Like literally, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so that actually, that and number nothing will... nothing caught on fire. It was nothing caught good. on fire. She's done it about three times with us, and that number will be happening at the Burlesque Festival. So if you want to see some boobs on fire. <laughs> the Opera House location, when you guys do shows there, you kind of do it with the windows open so anybody walking through the River Market can come s- kind of see your show, right? Yes. So the streetcar goes yeah. right that's by and they can favorite. look in. That's, yeah. I mean, I was down there last summer and I didn't know you had a show going on. Oh, and I was no. just, you know, <gasps> hopping from bar to bar down there. And uh, I walked by and, and saw an amazing performance. I think it was by Fifi. Probably. And uh, yeah, that's so pretty, cool. that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, you yeah. just give the whole streetcar a free yeah. show. Which is probably in our city, like, super illegal. However, nobody's complaining. Super illegal? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's Kansas City. River Market's like the Wild West down there. You can get away with a lot. Because it's like a coffee shop, too, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so we're on their, like, late night schedule. So it's very apparent, like, burlesque's happening. It's, you know, 18 and older, adult, you know, parental consent. So... There you go. And then if you're the streetcar, you get a little something extra. Yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely been on stage and been like, 
<laughs> has that has the streetcar helped your shows out? Do people just get off and go, hey, we're going in here. We're One riding the, the streetcar. First shows we have done in that venue was the first weekend they opened the streetcar. So there was a lot of people. <laughs> it worked out really well. I think everyone was like, oh yeah, this place is happening. Yeah. So yeah. River Market's cool. They've opened so many new places down there since the streetcar was yeah. put in, like the Brown and Low is I really I just great. ate there for Casey Restaurant Week. And then I love so the good. pizza place, El Lazarone. Well, and then Minsky's, Minsky's, which is one of our favorite and sponsors of the Burlesque Festival. And I don't know if you know this, but I'm the Burlesque Locker Girl. The Burlesque Locker Girl? Lager. Lager. For, <laughs> lager for Minsky's. They have the beer. Oh, you're on, the, you're on the beer bottle. That's me. Oh, well, I'm nice. the girl. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I get to show up to like Minsky cool. stuff. And, I'm and like, then I'm also the, the taco place we'll be reviewing tonight is also just a couple places Perfect. up the street in the river market from the Casey Opera House or the, what's it called? Opera House? Opera House mm-hmm. Casey. Where you have your shows. So that's why we chose to review this, that place on this episode. So Marissa and Jenny, what is your personal taco history? Go, Jenny, go. Let's go way back. Gosh, just being a kid and we'd have taco night at home with the family, you know? And is this in Germany? This is before Germany. This is actually in Colorado. So I was an army brat. So okay. we traveled. We moved every few years. That's why I ended up in Germany. So before Germany was Colorado. And that was like my, you know, childhood and, and preteen years. And yeah, we'd have taco nights and family nights. So I associate tacos with like just hanging out with the family and we'd watch a movie and get down on the tacos. And it was just like, it was like pizza night, but taco night, you know? And yeah, You're just... like a worldly taco girl. Yes. <laughs> what were the Germany tacos like? Did, were, did they not they exist? They really didn't do yeah. tacos in Germany. Yeah, it was other stuff, but we still did our own tacos. Like, we've always done that. You know, Your mom, had, mom and dad had a good taco recipe? They did. They kind of did their own thing. I mean, they're... Brazilian immigrants that immigrated to the States as newlyweds. So, (laughs) you know, but they kind of had their own style of it. They're Brazilian? No. Ish. I mean, ish. I mean, it's, it's really, I would say it's not so much a Brazilian thing, but, you know, my parents, like, they adopted a lot of the American lifestyle and we'd have pizza night, taco night, we do Chinese and so all kinds of stuff. But yeah. Marissa? Same as Jenny, probably started as a kid. I'm a big foodie. I don't discriminate. There's like rarely any time where I'm like, oh, I won't eat that. Just the typical family taco night. Right now in my household with my family, we're a big Williams taco seasoning fan, keeping it local, keeping it real. Same with when I make my award-winning chili, which I have to put into like a competition sometime. I nannied for a number of years as well. And the kids were so funny because they're like, my mom won't let us ever have tacos. And I'm like, what? Why? And they're like, because it's a mess. And I'm like, hold on. So I introduced the family to the stand and stuff shell. And they're like, ah. Changed my life. Right. So That was very nice of you. Yeah, thank you. So in my household, we're all stand and stuff because you don't have to worry about your taco spilling. I was born in Chicago, but I lived here all my life. And I've been tacoing from hard shell to soft shell to street taco. (laughs) And uh, I don't discriminate. Love what's, all my tacos. Uh, what's one of your favorite taco places in town? If you had a top three taco places oh in, in Kansas City. So hard. So Taqueria, it's hard to yeah, Taqueria, Mexico is awesome. I started eating there in college. Panzons is a neighborhood favorite of mine. And then, you know, you can't get around Margarita's Tacos. 
Those are also delicious. In fact, one of the health clubs I teach at, the Margaritas, is also shares the same parking lot. So I teach yoga and I walk out on a Tuesday and I'm like, ah, it's Taco Tuesday. (laughs) All of my yoga people are probably going to go eat tacos and negate their yoga practice, but that's okay. It's all about balance. You were telling me that you were upset recently when you found out Mi Ranchito mm-hmm. changed their taco shells. Mi Ranchito is one of my favorite establishments. And this past year in 2017, ordering tacos and they have changed their shell. I just can't. Can't do it. Can't go there. It's not the same. It's like a much thicker shell, right? Yeah, it's not like the fried taco that you expect with that like light crispiness. It's, I feel like it used to be a fried taco and yeah. they changed it to this like hard. It hard, feels really commercial. Yeah. Honestly, like it feels like it's I It's like they got a store. deal on some cheapo shells or yes, something. Yeah. Totally. Miranchito, go back. Come on, Miranchito. You're upsetting a lot of taco lovers in this city. It's time you went back. <laughs> That's true. Here on Taco the Town. We like to check the taco ticker, which is the taco news stories from the week. And I like to get your opinion on some of the taco news stories. Would you like to check the taco ticker with me? Yeah. Yes. Let's check it. Let's do it. All right. Taco ticker story number one. An expecting mother, Kristen Johnson of Atlanta, Georgia, recently had a photo shoot for her maternity photos taken at her favorite local Taco Bell. Oh my God. She's been frequenting it recently <laughs> due to her pregnancy cravings. She wanted to do this special photo shoot at Taco Bell due to her cravings. She wore a flowing red gown in her photos while eating various <laughs> items off the menu. She said her husband and soon-to-be-born baby love Taco Bell, and they are calling the baby, it hasn't been born yet, they, they're calling it TB, which is short for teddy bear and also Taco, Taco Bell. Wow. She says the new, stack, <laughs> the, the new stacker on the dollar menu is life-changing. Never had it. Don't know. Marissa, did you ever have Taco Bell cravings? <laughs> no. At all during your pregnancy? The first pregnancy was sardines, about two weeks of sardines, which was really oh, wow. absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> I made it happen. Second pregnancy was a lot of Greek food. Greek food? Yeah, it was delicious. I found out, I did some research, but lamb has the highest iron. So apparently uh, I was craving a lot of iron. Yeah. Jenny, would yeah. you ever get maternity photos? done at a Taco Bell or what's the strangest place uh, or or a place that you would like to get maternity photos done? I would not do it. I would not do that at a Taco Bell. No, no. <laughs> the strangest place. Hmm. Gosh. Or what is the strangest place you've ever had like publicity photos or anything done? <laughs> I wouldn't mind having photos taken like in water, like underwater photos, I'd do that. Like at a hot springs or something. I'm about water, so okay. I would definitely do that. Like yeah. a ca- like a waterfall in a cave. Yeah, water's okay. sexy. Okay. Yes, um, I definitely do that. Is there a Hell's fast sexy. food restaurant that you'd like to have some no. publicity photos? <laughs> None ever, ever in a million years. No. <laughs> But you don't knock Kristen in the story no, for getting her maternity to, no, photos done at Taco their own. I'm like, hey, if you like it, go for it. I don't judge. I'm like, go for it. Yes. There's also been couples that love Taco Bell that like fall in love or have met wow. at a Taco Bell that get their engagement photos done at Taco Bell. Wow. I mean, hey, if you love something and you want to do it, go for it. You know, that's that's the beauty of life, like the variety and the, the huge spectrum of human weirdness. <laughs> Jenny, I celebrate it. Do you eat Taco Bell? I'm guilty of that after a late night. 
See, and <laughs> partying. <laughs> as we talk about this, like, honestly, I do not eat fast food, but after a show, after yeah, a show. doesn't it just like, it's so good, right? Yeah. And I don't care how yeah. long the line is at the drive-thru. I'm like, getting the bell. The bell it's is happening. It. It's like when you're traveling and like road food, like you're just going to get some crappy road food and just like, it satisfies you and it's so good. And you're like, well, I'm traveling. Marissa, is there a fast food place that you would think about getting maternity photos taken at? <laughs> Maybe Mr. Euros or someplace like that? <laughs> no. You wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think, I mean, maybe like at Freddy's, but they would have to pay me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll be your pregnant burger eating girl. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a, a maternity photo that came out in the news recently where a, it had a woman and a horse was licking the, the, the belly. Oh. What are your opinions on, on horses licking bellies in maternity photos? I'm not going to judge. Right. Uh, <laughs> I've been pregnant twice. It was great. I love my kids, but I also like my body. I'm not a big fan of pregnancy. And so like to even do my maternity photos, it's kind of like, ah, I've, I've, uh, honestly, the best analogy for me is the hippo on Fantasia. I'm like, that is me, the ballerina hippo. That, yeah, that's, yep. Yes. So All there right. we go. That's really good. Yeah. All right. Taco ticker story number two. A South Carolina Taco Bell employee assaulted his manager with a burrito <laughs> after being forced to work a morning shift. Spartanburg police say the unnamed employee slung the burrito at his superior on January 22nd after he was told to stop being a crybaby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. According to Global News, she promptly called authorities and told them while she turned away from the flying food, it ended up splattering on her left arm, side, and leg. It also made a mess of the entire kitchen. The enraged employee fight. didn't stop his tirade there as he allegedly took off his headset, broke it over his <laughs> knee, and stormed out. That's it. While no charges have been laid, a warrant for his arrest will be made shortly. First off, I can't believe this is a news story that's wow. in like the news feeds. Well, come on. Think about They want some news. Second off, have you ever assaulted anyone with a burrito? No. No. No, but now I kind of want to. Uh, kind of like in an impractical jokers type of way. Like, <laughs> just, like it's just some like sketch comedy. Yeah, like, just be like, hey, I've got this burrito. Do you want to try it? No, I don't want to taste your burrito. Bam! It seems like it wouldn't right? do much damage, you know? Exactly. It would just kind of plop on their head and that. Well, yeah. this one said it splattered on her leg. I don't know. I mean, if this is what passes for news these days, I mean, there's much bigger stories out there. Yes. Have you ever, like, in a rage, quit a job? We could go back to when I was fired for doing burlesque. And, really? oh, Ooh. yeah. What? Yeah, and I, and I was on a, a radio, wow. a morning radio show with that, about that. But I was still really politically correct, and I never named the establishment that fired me. That's here in Kansas City? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. They're a Christian. I mean, you yeah, know, cool. it's okay. God made boobs. Yes. Right? <laughs> Whatever. If you would have had a burrito near you, would you have thrown it at the person that fired you? Yes. In that meeting when they were firing me, I probably would have. But I cried a lot and brought up some instances where I'm like, okay, so this person, I know did this musical theater show, would you have fired them? Oh, we didn't know about that. But yeah. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay. 
it's funny. I I don't throw food because usually food is thrown at me by my children. Oh, so yeah, okay. I'm the one cleaning up the food. All from right. The floor. So you're in the position of the manager here. Yes. You're, you've had stuff Constant. splatter on you. Yeah. Always. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm the target. All right. Well, let's close up the taco ticker. Perfect. Close. So we've got these Kansas City Taco Company tacos in front of us and some chips and salsa. What do you say we give these tacos the taco test? I'm so excited. Yes. All right, yes. let's yes. do this. I'm ready. It's taco time. All right, so we've got these tacos to try. Marissa, you have the mesquite pork. I'm so excited. Ooh, you're already eating it. You're well, cheating. I know, I know. Sorry. I was <laughs> and Jenny, the, you the have the, you might have the chorizo pork. I have the chorizo pork, yeah. You yeah. have the chorizo pork. Jenny, you have the <laughs> Thai chili shrimp. So, um, Ooh, it's Thai chili. Yeah, let's okay. try these and right, uh, let me know go. what you guys think. Okay. Pretty good? Mm-hmm. The yeah. chorizo is a little sweet, but it has a nice spice, like a nice little kind of bite aftertaste. It's like, mm-hmm. it tastes like a mm. good Texas chorizo, honestly. Let me take a bite of this chorizo. Yeah. Let me know, Dave. <laughs> no, it has, what are the ingredients here? It's got onion. It's got avocado in it as yeah, well. Yeah, the avocado ball. I'm hitting that now. Pretty delicious. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Flavor Very bomb. flavorful. Yeah. Flavor bomb. Oh, my god. You have the same thing? Mm-hmm. Chorizo? I'm stealing like, scrimp. super sweet. You'll have, see what I mean. Have a bite of that. Yeah, please. Mmm. It's like really mm, Chinese chicken. Yeah, like it's got a zing to it. Mm-hmm. A really nice That one. is really good. Mm-hmm. You like the chorizo? Chorizo better than the shrimp? Yeah, because it has more of like a taco flavor. Taco spice flavor. Mm-hmm. It's good, but it is so sweet that it's like it's like a dessert taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that and it's got cheese. It's got melted but, cheese know, as well, right? Yeah. yeah, there's like a name for this. It's like a cabo mm-hmm. shrimp mm-hmm. taco. Yeah. It's got cheese. It is really good. Cheese, kind of a coleslaw in with, um, is that onion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marissa, did you put pico on yours? No pico? Hell no. Mm-mm. Doesn't need it. By the way, I think mm. I should be like an extra judge when you guys do go to Drunken Worm. Food there, so good. So you were mm-hmm. saying Drunken Worm is another one of your favorite. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I never order tacos there. I have like a, like a rundown, like a list of what I like. But Drunken Worm... Besides Wednesday half price tequila, food there is phenomenal. Mm. Phenomenal. That's on our list of places to check out. Perfect. It's interesting because you're not expecting that. Like mm-hmm. when I took the bite of the shrimp, you're not expecting that sweet mm-hmm. kind of Thai Chinese. Yeah, it's flavor. Thai. So yeah. So at Kansas City Taco Company, they let you mix and match different ingredients in their tacos. And these okay. are some of the other ingredients they have. They have ahi poke tuna. Interesting. They have this Thai chili shrimp. They have mesquite pork, chorizo pork, Baja wild cod. Ooh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. They have shrooms, portobello shrooms, shrooms mojo chicken. Not okay. sure what that is. Wow. Well, like Ghost beans chicken. and avo. Yeah, beans Sounds and avocado. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have bulogogi pork Korean tacos. <laughs> So sure, I said that right. They're like a big fusion. They're doing yeah. like an Asian Mexican they are. fusion. They're doing a fusion thing. And honestly, I would h- highly recommend the chorizo taco. That I mean, was delicious. You're, that there's was a lot of me. flavor there. It's a lot mm-hmm. of spice. It's mm-hmm. it's a really good chorizo. 
Like I said, I was just in San Antonio over Christmas and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get groceries. And so I'm like, I'm all about buying local. So I'm like chorizo and tortillas and everything's like handmade. What was hilarious was they had Lewisburg cider on sale and I'm like, what? Lewisburg cider (laughs) milk? Yes. I'm like, what? And then I'm looking at wines. We have this display of nine crime wines. Have you guys had nine crimes Mm -hmm, yet? mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Exactly. So, is that the one where you can put your phone up and the guy starts talking to you? So great. Yeah. The app. But I'd never seen any of this. And this woman taps me on the shoulder. She's like, Hi, do you want to try this? And she has a whole tray of wine samples. And I'm like, Excuse me, it's a Sunday. And she's like, we have wine samples throughout the grocery store. And I'm like, all right, San Antonio. I was like, I was having a great time. So I got chorizo and tortillas and nine crimes wine. And that's really, really cool. good Christmas. It was fun. I have to tell you the backstory on that because we were spending Christmas with complete strangers. <gasps> Hello, Ancestry.com. <laughs> Here on Taco the Town, we like to do a segment called Bad Reviews in a Funny Voice. This is where we read bad yeah. reviews for the restaurant we're reviewing off of it. Yelp. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. All right. Um, want to give it a try? Yeah. 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 All right. I'll let you guys pick which one you want to do. Bad reviews on Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Becca S. says, I just ate here and it was horrible. I came here for Taco Tuesday, ordered the black bean avocado tacos and the chips and the salsa as an appetizer. First off, I wouldn't call that salsa. It was mainly pureed tomatoes with sugar in it. The chips were good. The best part of my meal. Then my plate of tacos came. I picked one of the tacos up and the tortillas already had huge holes on the bottom of them. Ugh, that was doable. But then I took a bite and I realized I never come back to this place. The taco is so dry, it lacks flavor. It's mainly black beans with a little bit of avocado. The service was below subpar. I would never pay to eat here. One star. One. Uno. That's it. Okay. That's it. Man, we were just commenting on how much flavor both of our tacos had. And she was saying there was no flavor. She gave it one star. One. Marissa, let's uh, hear yours. Andrea or Andrea T. She says, well, they played good music. The servers were nice. And that's about the extent of this place. $9 for two tacos seems like kind of a stretch. And very bland tacos at that. Drive down to Giro's on St. John and have authentic Mexican food for less than half the price. This place blows. (laughs) You're better off having Taco Bell. Two stars. Oh, man. Well, at she least it's two stars, not one. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least the, she said the music was good. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. It was good. I have to ask Jenny, what's the name of your character voice that you just put on? Do you have a name for I that? I don't. You is should. It, is it Sasha? <laughs> I like that, actually. I like Sasha. Sasha. Mine's just... I, it might be Sasha, actually. Hmm. Midwestern That's Valley it. Girl. Work with that character. I'm going to work with that. Yeah. Okay. Midwestern Valley You kind of got the sense that she didn't really have full connection of our language. She was kind of... Yeah. 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 But yeah. She doesn't know this taco. Sasha. She's new to Kansas City. Oh, Sasha. She's a feisty one. Oh, yeah. Uh, we really liked our tacos, correct? Yeah. We, we, we thought these were... We the tacos. I'm satisfied. Yeah. yeah. So here on Taco the Town, we do a rating scale of one to five golden tacos. Mm. One being no bueno. Okay. Five being the best taco mm. you've ever had. Five being five mm. bueno? What rating would you give Kansas City Taco Company? 
going to say three. Okay. It was good. Yes. But I, I'm very picky. I, I'm a little partial to. Okay. And you, you had the shrimp, which was that Asian fusion. And you were saying you liked the chorizo better. I loved the chorizo. I feel like it would have been a higher rating. I love the chorizo, but maybe that's my taste. So with the chorizo, I'm like, I'm going to go four. Four out of five? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a good chorizo taco. Like, <laughs> now I know. Like, I want yeah. some chorizo tacos. Yeah. Or, yeah. So you can see yourself after a show walking up to Kansas City Taco Company. and If they're and, open, man, that's that's why Taco yes. Bell comes into play because Kansas City still has not stepped up to that after-the-show timeline of eateries. Yeah, they got to yeah. have places open later here. I've always eat. thought You're that. Hungry. Yeah. yeah. There's no, Aww. like, there's none of that. You can't find it. Kansas City needs more late-night eateries mm-hmm. that have tacos. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe this will spark some somebody out there to create that for us. Wait, We're waiting chips? for you. What, what <laughs> yes, these are chips. chips. No. Oh yeah, here. let's let's try there's the a, chips. There's the salsa. There's the salsa. So here, because we all know this is the fry of the taco industry. That's true. Taco Bell is trying That's to replace true. chips with their nacho fries, which oh no, I don't agree with. I think you can have both. With a name like Kansas City Taco Company, that takes a lot of cojones to name yourself that because that's like naming yourself, hey, we are the taco company of Kansas City. So, you know, I think they have a great taco. It's it's very flavorful. They have a lot of different ingredients that other taco places don't have. So I would give it a solid four out of five as well. Really great tacos. I thought the chorizo was really great. And the shrimp was like a dessert taco, Mm -hmm. which I'm Mm -hmm. a big fan of. If you like that. And what's your review of the chips and salsa? Good? Chips are great. Salsa. It looks a little watery to me. Have you tried this? It's watery. No. It's a little watery. It's a little Mm -hmm. watery. I see the jalapeno. There's a little... I like a good thick red salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Something with substance. Usually I order... Yeah. (laughs) To recap, Kansas City Taco Company is located at 520 Walnut Street in the River Market. If you're in the area and you're having a hankering for some... Delicious tacos. Stop on by Kansas City Taco Company and give their tacos a try. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music. That's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? Extraterrestrials? Cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, and other unexplainable phenomenon? If you do, then you should listen to my new favorite podcast, The Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Bryce Johnson and Michael McMillan. Every episode, Bryce and Michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests. I had the pleasure of being a guest on episode seven of the Bigfoot Collectors Club, so look for that episode. We talked about alien implants and abductions in the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot, collecting, and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's Bigfoot Collectors Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. This is the part on Taco the Town where I ask you your deepest, darkest taco feelings. This is called Taco Topics. Oh. Just whoever wants to chime in first. Okay. My goal is to make you cry during this segment. I love it. All right. First question. 
What do you look for in a taco? Comfort. (laughs) Oh, nice. And to kind of get lost in the moment of eating the taco. I want to forget about everything else. I want to be totally submersed in that moment. So if that happens and I'm like, this is amazing, then the taco has done its job. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Love that. I don't know if I can live up to that. (laughs) Well, I'm um, usually hunger food driven. So it has to be really satisfying as I learned. I want a good crispy fried shell. And then the flavors within, they've got to like live up to standards. And Kansas City has really good flavorful standards. So I'm going to bring the beef, bring the beef, bring the chorizo, bring the shrimp. Like, And then I like spice. So sometimes I'll add some I think spicy salsa on. <laughs> you know, I'm a girl. I could put away like three to five tacos. Easy. Easy. Little thing like you. Oh, yeah. Food <laughs> champ right here. So soft shell or hard shell tacos? Hard. Soft. I like soft. Hard. <laughs> Unless it's street. If we're going street taco, like authentic. Well, yeah. Yeah, soft. Yeah. yeah. I'm pickier about my hard shells. Standard yeah. stuff. <laughs> so hot or mild salsa? Medium. I like an in-between. Fire. Fire? Oh, you're, you're like a oh hot, yeah. Hot, hot. I'm a spicy girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like habanero, burn it, <laughs> burn it out of me. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time in your life? <laughs> what day? What? Is there ever a time in your life where you had to turn down tacos? No. No. You always welcomed them in. I always welcomed the taco in <laughs> when always it was wel- presented. I welcomed, I but that me ranchito shell change. Ooh, there you go. There yeah. was the time. Yeah, that was, I mean, I like, I put it down and I literally said to my husband, Scott, I said, do not let me order tacos here again or I'll be very disappointed. Wow. Yeah. Like when you have to tap you into that. to, to mm-hmm. like hold that down for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Bad news bears. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes. I would say yes. I don't know enough yet. I'm still learning my the good places to eat around here. And take her on the taco tour. I've not been on the taco tour, so should make the taco tour, Dave. But I'm thinking about getting a little a little van and and putting a magnet on the side that says Taco the Town, like a white van with no windows, and just putting a <laughs> magnet on the taco side that says Taco the Taco the Town Taco Tour. And we'll just you know take a little taco tour, and, and people that don't know about Kansas City's tacos will kind of just drive them around town. Probably, you know, at night uh, and just go and eat some tacos. There's nothing weird about that, right? Nothing. No I would deposit. suggest we combine that with a, a dance party bus. So, like, people are dancing with the DJ on the bus and you stop at all the taco joints in town along the along the way. That's doable. And I it keeps that? you from being creepy weird. Well, yeah. Creepy and weird? I can, arrange, windowless dancer, white so I can arrange the dance part with the bus. Oh, and, so there'll be right. dancers on the bus. Um, People that want to dance to a DJ on the bus. This yeah. is escalated, like, highly. And eat tacos. So it'll be I mean, I could bring like a, I could bring a, a cassette player and we could just play music on like a ghetto blaster or something. I think uh, we should hire a DJ. In, yeah. To put them inside. Inside the bus. The van. Inside, the bus. Inside. We'll, We've gone from a van party, to a bus. Let's get a party it's bus. It's gone from party let's to fiesta. party bus. This I'm all for it. I think you this put, is great. Hey, Dave, put the poles in. We're there. 
Because listen, no, they do this. In, I'm from. I've lived in California for ten years, and they do this in California. They do dance buses with the and taco it's not tour. Like around, I've been on a party bus here where it's just about getting wasted. Right. This is about dancing and music too. Like it's and about eating the tacos. This would be about eating tacos yeah. first. It's just like being more dancing yes. second. Yeah, and I mean, sure, we can have booze, but like not get stupid drunk, like enjoy the tacos and dancing. It would right? be like a pub crawl, but it would be a taco crawl. So it's yeah. the taco. It's the party taco bus. Taco tours is great. Taco, taco of the town, taco tours. Taco taco of the town, taco tours. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, no, there's got to be a better name. Just we do it monthly. It works out well. Yeah. First, we could hit Southwest Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Then we could do KCK. Mm -hmm. All the nice. great taco places no, there. listen, we meet up at one taco location. That's where we meet. We have a taco there. Get on the bus and continue on. Yeah. At the end, we all review and decide what, you know, what was and good. If and if there's then... a burlesque show in the wake, then yeah, it's a whole new go. Step in there. Now, yeah. This is, this is evolving. It's I a like great this idea. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to have to do this. Fabulous. Is there something you think Kansas City is missing besides a taco the town, taco tour, taco bus, party bus? Is there something taco-wise you think Kansas City is missing that you'd like to see more in, in Kansas City? Because you're from mm -hmm. California. They have a lot of great mm -hmm. taco places there. How can Kansas City step up their taco game? Maybe more taco-themed events mm. just to bring out the taco excitement in people. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I think they're, they're off to a good start with the Kansas Taco Festival mm -hmm. in August. That'll be yeah. very fun. Is this like the first one? I think so, yeah. Perfect. Okay, so yeah, we got to look into that. After visiting like Austin, you know, kind of the cool hub places where they do a lot of trucks. <laughs> and I know we're like slowly catching up to the like taco truck vibe. But the fact that you can roll up to their party venue, their party strip and order street tacos and whatever from their taco trucks and then go drink all night long is pretty amazing. Yeah. We need more taco trucks. For we sure. really do. Yeah. If you flank a taco truck, like, put one, I would say 43rd, 39th, 51st. Like, every few Main Street. That would be amazing. Like, people are leaving, like, their night scene and they're hungry. And then, bam, or just get, like, a street They're taco. arriving. Yeah. Their, their bachelorette party is arriving. They're like, we're going to eat at the taco trucks. And we're going like, to go yeah. drink, drink. We need more street. vendors, too. We need more street more vendors, vendors with tacos as well. So, yeah. Yeah. like, Casey Taco Company and friends should probably start that whole thing because it's yeah, funny really cool. to arrive in a destination city like Austin and they're like, okay, tonight we're going to go drink on their like party town, but dinner is in their truck, their like taco truck area. You're like, what? And then <laughs> you eat this amazing food and you're like, well, hells yeah, I'm going to yeah. go drink and party and <laughs> it's good. It's lucrative. Kansas City, I think, would be all about and ready. They're more than ready for more taco trucks. And it's a beautiful social thing. Like when you have people standing around having their meals outside by a truck and they're out and they're, they've been dancing or partying and they're talking. It's like, it's, it's community. It's social. You know, it's really exactly. fun. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any taco phobias or taco no-nos? Hmm. There's been a couple times where I've had a taco and I'm like, there's a hair in it. And that <laughs> really, I can't, it just, that bothers me. I'm like, oh. That'll ruin a taco. Kind of yeah, ruins it, it. You try, you're like, oh, just ignore it. Some, someone's hair, but it just, it ruins it, you know? Well, that's like anything. That's like any, anything. any yeah. food with a hair but in it. somehow, especially in the taco. Or a burrito would be, oh, man. Yeah, Yikes. just a hair. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it happens, but, ugh. 
mine really comes down to the shell. Yeah. So if you're a street taco, you're like a solid, soft, maybe double soft shell street taco, you know, mm-hmm. holding that mm-hmm. shit in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> if you're a hard shell and you cannot handle yes. what is like in that hard shell. And it, when you mean it breaks apart. Oh, yeah. and, and just like, bleh, like falls apart. Like yeah. Just, and that what that is, it comes down to a cheap taco shell. Right. 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 And Got to have some structure. Yeah. Got to have it hold really together. It really does. Like once if, it falls apart. Party's over. Exactly. And then you're like, well, I didn't plan on a fork. This is not a fork meal. And it's yep. turned into a fork fucking meal. And you don't want it. You just want to sh- really shove that. that taco in your face. Eat it. <laughs> I'm telling you, standing stuff was like revolutionary. But the really good taco places, you're in Chido. You got to step up. They've got that good, crispy, hard shell. If there's grease, I will handle that grease. <laughs> I'll take that grease. As a fitness and performance professional, it's not my favorite, but I will sacrifice grease for flavor. I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But if you are falling apart in my fingers, nope. Yeah. Game over. Game over. Done. Mm-hmm. I actually have something else. Okay. When you get something like a chorizo or something or chicken, or if it's like you get that, the, the meat that, you know that you can't chew, like it's like rubbery, uh, rubbery chicken or beef. We're talking yeah. about that quality. That I don't like that. No, I guess nobody does. Who likes that? No, rubbery, hairy, rubbery. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Meat with falling apart shell. That is not a good Bad. taco. Taco time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. What is the best taco you've ever eaten? Best taco I ever had <laughs> was about. Three years ago. <laughs> Take me in back. In Albany, California. Little small section of all of California that used to be Berkeley. And they separated it and became Albany. And they had a place called Fonda. And they had the best fish tacos ever. And I went there by myself one afternoon. And no one was there. And it was like, I think it was a Taco Tuesday. And I got fish tacos and I was like chowing down with these tacos and it was like the sunlight was coming through the place and they had all the doors open because it was like beautiful weather and I'm like eating it and it's just and I was like I had my I had been journaling and reading beforehand like I had the day to myself and it just was like one of those moments where I was like I've made it I'm in I'm in freaking California having fish tacos living the life of luxury right now at this moment <laughs> I mean, it was like, I didn't, you know, it was the moment, but um, yeah, best tacos ever. Yeah, Marissa? It's so hard. I've had really great tacos throughout the region. <laughs> There's a place in um, Sanibel that has really good tacos, Doc Ford's. And so they had grouper, grouper tacos. It's like grouper is a really good white fish. It's firm and flaky. It's like the best of fish tacos, which is delicious. So they have a really good fish taco and anywhere in Sanibel has a good fish taco. So like regionally, like you're going to eat Florida, eat fish taco. Kansas City, probably one of my favorite taco experiences was one of the first times I ate at Port Fonda. I had done Deschutes beer show here in town. My first time we all went out, we had some edibles. We we're like grooving, you know, it's all about like <laughs> your environment, the same what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had their oyster tacos. Oyster tacos. Yes. Wow. Yes. And it was, 
it was really good. And I was really surprised because I'm super picky. Again, regionally, like I'm going to order oysters according to where I am on the coast. And I checked in with the waitress. That's always like my first go-to. Like, what do you like? What do you eat? And I asked and she's like, they're really, they're really good here. It was a really good, memorable taco. It was pretty delicious. So <laughs> I like what you said that. there you go. All right. So Jenny, you... Yeah. You've gone to some festivals. What's the taco situation like at these festivals you go to? I've had some amazing tacos at Burning Man because <laughs> it's one of my favorite festivals of all time. And everyone's there gifting their art. And a lot of people's art is their food. And so you'll be like you're in the heat in the desert and you're like, there's no money exchange. It's all gifting. And when you're hungry, <laughs> it's amazing too. Like you will be fed. Like you'll wander across the playa and people will feed you. And That's so great. yeah, everyone's gifting to everyone. And so it's, you get to see what humans are capable of, which is so cool. You're making me think of a world where tacos <laughs> are the currency and it's a beautiful thought. Yeah. Pretty much. It's actually like the currency is everyone has a special gift and it's the currency. Sometimes it's tacos. It's a lot of times it's food, it's water, it's like shelter, it's fun. You know, I love dance and I was like out dancing and I was really hungry. I'm like, I should go back to my camp and fix myself some food. But then I told myself, well, you know, they have a saying they call the desert, the playa. And there's a saying the playa will provide. And I told myself, well, the playa will provide because I, I was so into the dancing and I'm starving. And sure enough, I wander into a camp that had amazing music. And then there's so <laughs> this dude making tacos. I'm not kidding. He's like, hey, we got some fresh tacos if you want one. I was like, Yes, please. And I like chow down on this taco that was like the elixir of life at the moment because I was so hungry. <laughs> and it was just, I was able to eat, be replenished and continue dancing and partying. So it's like, it was amazing. So taco story. That was great. Yeah. Tacos are the fuel that, that, that guide <laughs> us, you know? Mm -hmm. They guide you to dance. Yes. It, yeah. It's true. Yes. All right. So here's a real quick speed round. So just tell me the, you know, this is a yay or nay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Both of you guys get up there on the mics. Okay. Wait. Up like, there on the mic. Here we go. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Taco burgers, yay or nay? Yay. Taco pizza, yay or nay? Yay. Taco dogs, yay or nay? Yay. Mini tacos, yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> Choco tacos, yay or nay? Nay. It's a delicious treat. Wow. No. <laughs> it just, just, it no. sounds cool. weird. I don't. It doesn't go. I, yeah. Okay. I don't like that. Well, we should go out for Choco Tacos after <laughs> no. this. You'll, you'll change your mind. <laughs> well, where? where? Who has good Choco Tacos? <laughs> Every, they're everywhere. Right? They're hiding. Okay. Okay. okay, we need to be expanded, apparently. Yeah, maybe like, so. Yeah. So. A taco with a chicken breast as its shell. Yay or nay? Nay. I'm <sighs> nay. Yeah, nay. It's got to be like, it doesn't heavy no. protein. You don't, yeah, you, you don't need, want that. You need the shell. Yeah. Yeah. A taco with a fried egg as its shell. Nay. Maybe. <laughs> it's got to be a good fried egg. All right. Okay, last question. Is there a song that you put on in your car when you're driving to get tacos? Hmm. What, what song is playing in your car when you're, when you're going to get tacos? Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> nice. I like that. Nice. That was great. <laughs> Mine's going to be like the Beetlejuice favorite. Jump in the line. Rock your body on time. Okay. I believe you. Nice. Shake, shake, shake. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. That's a and then one. the shrimp tacos reach up and grab your face and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. So this is the part of the show where I let you guys ask me a taco related oh, question. It's called Taco to Me. Is there a taco related question you'd like to ask me? If there was only one, one type, one style of taco that you could eat, that you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would you choose? It would probably be... For the rest of your life. Just one. You know, I'm a, I, I grew up eating hard shell tacos. So I think it would be a hard shell taco. <laughs> a, a large hard shell taco. With a little beef. <laughs> little cheese. Little lettuce. Tomatoes. Sour cream. Sprinkle a little salsa on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe a little bit of powdered cheese from Inatub <laughs> tacos. Any of you had Inatub tacos before? They're very delicious. Um, and it would be it would be like a jumbo taco, so something not not your regular taco. And that was like the rest of your life taco. Yeah, I like it. It's simple. It's like classic taco. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Taco. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna hit the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> If you were told you could never eat another taco again, what would you do? How would you replace that taco? What taco would kill you? How would you put the period on the end of that sentence? So you're saying tacos are poison to me? Yeah. 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 You could you could m- maybe have one more taco, but it's going to kill you. That last taco is the end. What dark future you're painting here? A taco There you go. A tacoliptic. Ah, oh, gosh, that's that's a nightmare scenario that I've never even thought of, I and I don't like Me where you're either. going with this. It's terrible. I don't Horrible. like that you even thought about this. Saw her. It's my fault. <laughs> yeah, you set it up. You okay. know how in the movie Red Dawn, Patrick Swayze and Charlie Sheen and Jennifer Grey and all the friends they go up into the mountains and they just they get away from the Russians. That's probably what I do. I'd probably gather up all my <laughs> stuff, my sleeping bag. Just go to a place where it's not even possible to create a taco just so I wouldn't be thinking about tacos. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if this was a taco cult and they're like, here's the end, here's your here's your punch. What would be your taco punch? What taco would do you in? What taco would you eat to like m- meet your maker? Oh, so oh. I'm eating a, kill- a taco that kills me? Yeah, but you don't know that because you're going to the greater taco god. So it's a good thing. So like what he just just described the one I'd probably just describe. Okay, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I just you know checking in. Or maybe an in a tub taco, which probably really could kill somebody if they ate enough of them. They're delicious. I love them. But if you <laughs> ate maybe ten of them, that might. This is the hard question, you. Dave. This is it right here. I don't believe that tacos. You don't, don't believe, believe in that, the apocalyptic think, taco. No. no. <laughs> I don't like to think of a world where a taco would, would inflict pain on anyone. So that's not even in my wheelhouse. It's not. It will just <laughs> give you a happy ending. I, I can think, I mean, I like to think of tacos as like weapons. Like if I was in a war, I'd love to have a bandolier <laughs> of tacos that I fling at people. But and they would just would eat the love, taco. Yeah. Be right. They'd eat it. I'd and throw it like, and it'd go right into their mouth and they'd eat it and they'd be like, hey, like, I don't want to fight anymore. Can I have, let's, I'm going to hug you. Thank you, brother. I love that like, we're all yeah, hippies, you know? but yeah. you know, the apocalyptic taco is real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, what world you're living in, but. Uh, I think that all you need is love and tacos. No, I think there was a, actually a <laughs> bumper sticker that says that at Nuh-uh. Kansas City Taco Company. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, you just sealed the deal. Well, there you go. <laughs> Bam. 
right, before we close up here, do you guys want to remind everybody about your show this Saturday, mm-hmm. how they can get tickets, where it's at, and what they can expect? KCBurlesque.com. We're at Musical Theater Heritage and Crown Center. We have two shows, 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. We have a wide range from love to lust to mm-hmm. hate. So if you are like not a Valentine's fan, you can still get your posse together and come out and be like, all right, this is like a good anti-Valentine's Day. It's a good juxtaposition. Jenny, yeah. I'll throw that your way. It's your first V-Day show. You're V-Day it virgin. Is. I am, but I'm I'm loving this and I know it's going to be amazing. And just come and have fun with us because we have so much fun. I think it'll be a memorable experience and a kind of a unique one for the holiday. So just come and see some creative expression on stage. We're going to give you our all. Can't wait to see you guys. I think the best quote we've ever had is everybody has a little sexy in them and our job is to like get that out. So come with an open mind. We've got a full bar, stadium seating, cushy seats. Have a good time. And Chris Holbrook will be hosting. He's a blast. So. And you are considering possibly doing a taco themed performance in the future, maybe? Just for you, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, for August for the the taco taco festival, taco yeah. booth, like let's let's yeah. work on it. TT tacos. Yeah. Taco tatas. Taco tatas. Taco tatas. There you go. Here we go. High five again. Maybe I'll have the taco van. Maybe Ready? Okay. Have Ready the taco for, for the taco tatas? Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Perfect. Right, so Madam McKay and Lady mm-hmm. Severe, thanks for being on the show and talking tacos with me. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. This thanks, was so Dave. fun. <laughs> Please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. We'd love your five-star review. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review, suggest a taco topic, ask us a question, or just give us a taco tip, please check out our Facebook page at Taco the Town KC and also follow us on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. And as always, you can also reach out via email by sending a message to Taco the Town Topics at Gmail. We'd love to hear your taco suggestion. Thanks to Curtis Seabolt, engineer Matt Allen, and executive producer Chris Garibaldi. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you heard on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available at lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some tacos! tacos.